Howdy, y'all. This is the Miko. Enrico. Podcast. So today we brought on um, James, but before we get to that, Rico, did you want to shout out Couch Boys with their new song? Oh, yep, guys, go listen to Couch Boys' new song called Dead Ends. Um, you know, it's their newest one, it's the latest one I just dropped. They usually try to drop one once a week or once every two weeks. So just give them a little shout out. We will have both of them on next weekend, and let's get back to James. All right, James, Jack Mo. How's it going? Do you want to shout anything out today? Now, I'll just kind of introduce myself here real quick. You know, I'm grateful to be here. Thanks for having me on tonight. Um, I'm James, and I'm looking forward to the podcast here. What's your nickname? Jack Mo. There we yep, go. Yeah, I'll go by Jack Mo. It's my stage name. What's your YouTube? Yeah, so what's your YouTube? So I, I do make music in my YouTube channel. You can search Jack Mo, J A C K M O. All one word, um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can stream, that's where you'll find me, Jack Mo. Oh, nice, nice. nice. <laughs> that was nice and smooth. I was like, I was like, man, I thought you knew it and just went right into it. Hey, you knew exactly what mm-hmm. you wanted to say. Oh, yeah, that's right. what I do. I love uh, the microphone, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You want to tell us what we're drinking then? Since yeah. You the mic? All right, so tonight we are drinking the Kraken, some black spiced rum, 94 proof. So I didn't know it was that proof. Here we go. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> wow. That's pretty strong, right? I like fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, since you still love the mic, do you want to tell us what we're going to be eating? <laughs> yes. So on the menu tonight, we have some spaghetti pizza. Um, some nice bread here. Are we dropping names where we got it from? Mm-hmm. Angelo's. Oh, of course. Yep. They provide it today. Excellent they sponsor us. Yep, Angelo's. So it's really good. Uh, local food. Spaghetti pizza. It's great. Oh, yeah. It is. Oh. Okay, if you guys are all mixing it, I'm going to mix it. Yeah, I have to mix mine. I'm not going to lie. I was going to mix mine straight without hitting too fast. Oh, God, yes. Oh. All right, so um, Jack Moe, yes, how did you, like, you come up with that name? All right, so a little story here. So I'll give you a little backstory first. Like I said, uh, Jack Mo, that's my stage name. I do dabble in music. Um, I like to do anything involving rap, hip hop, uh, from the production side to recording my own vocals. I really enjoy mixing, mastering, the whole engineering process behind it. These are all things I really enjoy. Uh, So a little backstory. You asked me where my name came from. Yes. So I have been musically trained since third grade. Uh, when I got into third grade, I started playing the violin. Uh, vastly different world than what I do now, I know, but classical is what I was trained on. So I have a good ear for that. You know, I know uh, how to read music. I know the different notes, the clefs, things like that. So that helps when I compose. Um, fast forward, I played violin all through middle school, high school, college even. Uh, but when I was in high school, so I'm sure you guys can imagine um, high school band and orchestra, mm-hmm. a bunch of nerdy kids, you know, but that was our thing, right? We were a bunch of nerdy kids and we, we liked that, right? My little friend group there. Um, I was never into rap or hip hop music before. Um, I have an uncle who introduced me to Eminem. He had an Eminem CD, but I, I never liked it. I didn't, I didn't like that kind of music when I was younger. I thought, you know, I, I didn't think there was any, there wasn't any, it wasn't musical, you know, being classically trained. I like the, the harmonies, things like that. And I didn't think rap had that. Um, so it was kind of ironic. We had my little nerdy friend group in high school. 
Uh, and just one day, you know, kids uh, were talking about rap battles. That was like the thing in high school. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to rap battle you. I'm going to rap battle you. Um, so we just we kind of ran with that. You know, one day this kid, Jacob, I remember when school, Jacob, uh, he's a farmer, is in band. So you can kind of imagine, right, you know, a uh, nerdy kid. But we were all nerdy back then. So uh, but Jacob, he was like, hey, let's have a rap battle. You know, <laughs> and I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny. And I, I was like, OK. We can do this. So I'll rap out. You no idea what, what I'm doing. No idea what that means. But me being me, I really dig into stuff. I like to research. You know, I, I could go on a Wikipedia page and then I'll go down like 50 other pages till I'm in a completely different category. So I spent like all night that whole week like studying what it meant to rap battle, like the the process behind breaking down rap and everything. And, um, you know, I, I started writing stuff and I got way too into it. I know everyone else thought it was a joke, right? Um, everyone thought it was a joke, but I was like, no, I'm going to get into this. This is my thing. And uh, so we got to school the next week and, you know, we were all in the orchestra band room there. And I was like, all right, are we doing this? Are we doing this? Is this, this is going down. Um, you know, of course, nothing really came of it. We all just laughed and everything. Um, and I was disappointed. I, I had stuff written. I was ready to come at him, and I wanted to end somebody's life that night. But, you know, um, so that's kind of how the whole thing started. Mm-hmm. Um, this was in tenth grade, I think. I was a sophomore, um, sophomore, junior, but I think sophomore. So it goes pretty much in one week. It went from me not liking hip hop rap at all to being overly obsessed with it to where I was trying to break everything down, bars, cadence, how to write, time signatures. Um, so it was pretty much like an <laughs> overnight thing. And, you know, here we are 11 years later, um, you know, still strong going at it. So. Whoa. So the rap battle didn't happen is what you're saying? No, it, it, I was disappointed. We had, <laughs> I remember I was staying in there. Jacob was there and there was like 15, 20 other kids all in a circle. You know how it is like a, eight mile and everything where everyone's mm-hmm. in a circle and uh, i was like okay i was getting all hyped and i wanted to but it didn't go down and i was like oh all right well i see how it is so. just save these bars <laughs> yeah. save them for next time <laughs> yeah um also too i'm here to tell everyone that we're that we are going to be playing games i can't believe i forgot to say in the beginning of the podcast um because you cut someone off it's a drink we also have every 10 minutes you'll be drawing a card for us bringing that card off if we've done it, we gotta take a drink too. Can't believe I forgot about that. So, your first song that you ever wrote and produced by yourself, like, what was that like? Were you nervous? What, like, what was behind it? Like, your feelings? Like, what was it like? Just right. tell us. Yeah. So I, I still remember. Uh, I'm 27. Uh, I graduated from Sterling in 2011. Uh, so next year will actually be my 10 uh, year uh, anniversary, if you will. So like I said, if it was probably sophomore year, that was a good 11 years ago, 11, 12 years ago. And I can remember still, um, it was like that next week, I, it was still in my head, that's all I could think about. I was sitting there in class, I had my loose leaf paper, and I was just writing stuff. It just started with anything I could think of that rhymed, mm-hmm. right? That's how it really started. I liked the creative process behind it. I want to find words that rhyme, you know, like cat hat, that, that, that simple stuff. I want to go deeper, I want to find... Uh, multi-syllable things that rhyme. It didn't really matter if the words had any, you know, relevance with one another. I just mm-hmm. wanted to find words that rhyme. So I was sitting there in class. I was like, uh, okay, you know, catastrophe rhymes with, uh, you know, 
cats and a pea, whatever, you know, and then I, I could find <laughs> words that go around. It didn't really matter what it was. I just wanted to find words that rhyme like that. So I was just writing stuff, writing stuff. Um, and it was probably a good couple months, a few weeks. I don't really remember the details per se, but I, I wanted to take it to the next step. It's like I have all these papers, I have everything wrote down, but I'm not doing anything with it, you know? I didn't know how to put it on a song. I didn't know how to lay it down, you know, put it on wax. I just had all these pieces of paper. Um, so I kind of did some more research on that, and then I sort of devised my very janky uh, recording studio. It started with Rock Band. Uh, we bought Rock Band on you know, Xbox or whatever, and there's a mic. It comes with the microphone. Uh -huh. and I was like, I don't, you know, I have like a $5 microphone that came with this game. Yeah. But it's like, hey, as long as it records stuff, it doesn't really <laughs> matter the quality. I mean, we didn't have smartphones or anything back then, you know. <laughs> I didn't anyway. Yeah. Make yourself sound so yeah, old. I don't. No, I don't. Not that my old. back hurts. My back hurts telling <laughs> tell the story. But um, So me and my friends, we got the Rock Band. It was my friend Mark. Uh, we were at his house. Um, because my house was so busy, there were so many people. I wanted it to be kind of private. I didn't want to be in a house full of seven other people trying to embarrass myself. So we were at Mark's house. Uh, we went in his closet. You know, I pulled the mic, ran it through his laptop uh, in the closet, and it was the most horrendous thing you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. It was exhilarating because, you know, finally I have all these things that I wrote. All these words, these lyrics, these pieces of paper I've been collecting for a couple months. And now I get to put it on an actual track, right? Mm -hmm. And listening to the final product, like I said, you know, looking back on it, I still have it. It's still on my YouTube channel. Um, you know, I, I didn't want to take it down because uh, that's where I started. You know, it's terrible and I know that, but it was still fun. So uh, I recorded that. I had no idea how to edit anything. Mm -hmm. um, I had no idea how to, at that time, produce anything. I just recorded so i played something off youtube on speaker recorded that playing off a speaker and then recorded over that so everything was fighting for sound uh, I'll, I'll get more into it later but with the sound engineering there's frequencies yeah yeah and you know if everything was colliding it wasn't meshing mm -hmm. but i didn't care i was like this is cool i made this uh, i went to school the next day and i was like telling everybody uh, they didn't really care, you know, they didn't care back then, it's, it's whatever, I don't, it's whatever, but uh, I was excited, you know, I was like, this is cool, uh, it kind of slowed down after that, but I remember that was the first thing I ever did, uh, it, there was two of them, I think I worked on one called Go, and one called Wowzers, I think I called it Wowzers, <laughs> I don't remember which one I did first, but they're both up on YouTube, I probably did both around the same time, but that's where it started, those were the first two songs I remember uh, recording, even if it was, like I said, really terrible yeah. quality, it was fun, and that's all that mattered. So, so you build off of it. It's, something, it's a learning experience, yeah. and you got to go. For it. So I have a question, too. Sorry, Miko. I have another question. Like, your titles, like, what makes you decide the title of your song? And then behind it, like, the lyrics, like, do you try getting your lyrics to match the title of the song? And, like, how does that play out? Okay, so that's actually, that's a good question. Um, Sorry, so, you took a hard one. <laughs> it is. There's so much that, there's so much that goes into it. Um, Let's, let's talk nowadays. You know, when I'm making music nowadays, I pretty much do everything from the ground up. Um, you know, as uh, Miko saw the other day, he was at my house, and I was showing him uh, the work process a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I have my computer, and maybe I start with a drum pattern that I have in my head, you know, like kick, kick, snare. I start from there, and then maybe I add some melodies to it, some piano chords, some melodies, uh, maybe some strings to it. Um, then I have an instrumental. 
then from there maybe I'll listen to it you know hours on end and I'll just start thinking okay what's this sound like Uh, is this sound like a dark song you know are there more harmonic melodies behind it does it sound uplifting but just whatever the uh, the feeling of the song is kind of dictates the words that I think of Uh, but from there basically one of two ways either I'll just start writing like if I'm really feeling it I'll just start writing right and that's what I really like the writing process I'll start writing and I'll see from there, okay, well, this is what I started writing about. Can I make a song title from the lyrics I already have? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That probably happens most often. Um, but the other half of it, maybe I'll have something preconceived already. It's like, I want to do a happy song, right? Oh, yeah, maybe yeah. I want to call this song, uh, you know, whatever, something happy, uplifting. Mm-hmm. Then I'll take that, find a chorus, right? A hook, something catchy yep. that repeats. Um, and then I'll just fill the verses in. As I go. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I know your girlfriend's here. Yes. <laughs> have you wrote her a song yet? I have not. Um, <laughs> Do you I plan have, on it? <laughs> I probably, yeah. I have put... <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, my style, I, I guess, my style, I don't... It's more so I like writing things that uh, make you think, thought-provoking, stuff that's clever. I like similes, punchlines, metaphors. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really do conceptual too often. No. Um, yeah, you know, like some of the Jay-Z, Nas, Biggie, Tupac uh, yeah. people I admire, what their style was telling stories. They tell stories. Me, I just like it punchline after punchline. Um, I have alluded to her in certain songs, different bars here and there. Oh. But never a full <laughs> song just yet. But, hey, you know, I'll work on it. We'll see what I can do. Okay. I feel like it'd almost be harder to do that because now you have to stick to one premise and just that premise is all you can write with and like you only have certain words you can use at that point. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it's hard to go off of the trail if you're writing a song about sniffing another or just yeah. a lot of song in general. So another question too. You need to draw three cards. Or... Yes, I, I'm a, <laughs> okay, all right, so yeah, first okay. card. All right, go for it. <laughs> yep. Everybody vote on the player who stirs the pot the most, that player drinks. Stirs the pot the most. Yeah, I don't know if I'm entirely sure what that means. Like, like um, gets people I feel going. Like, yeah, it gets people going. I feel Provocative. Like, I feel like it might be you. <laughs> Me? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it is you. We got to vote. Let's vote. Let's All right. Vote. Between the three of us. Yeah. So someone's going to lose. Miko, who's your vote? Dun, dun. I want to vote for myself. Oh, okay. I'll vote for Miko. <laughs> I changed my vote. There you go, man. There you go. I'll <laughs> take a little sip with you, too. Just a little one. All right. I got oh, it. We're doing it again. <laughs> Three cards, you said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two right. more. Card two. Ladies, you guys can join us. Yep. Players with brown eyes drink. You're 85% of the population. You're not special. Sorry. <laughs> I have hazel eyes in case anybody was Let me look. There, I think. They look brown to me. Hey, but I think Hazel is a brown. Yep, go for it. It's more of a green. It's a drink. No, nope, it's a drink. <laughs> it's a drink. Last time I checked, it's a drink. See? <laughs> two to one vote, dude. <laughs> All right, and last card here. Yeah, no, um, also, too, you do not have to pick it on top. You can pick it in any order okay, you want. You can lift it. It's up to you. Okay, whatever you want to do. Sorry, I'll drink to that, too. <laughs> okay. uh, third card here. If you've ever walked in on your parents doing it, take a drink. That was probably traumatizing. So I've never walked in on it. 
But my, I bared witness to it. So it pretty, it's so. my parents, not my not my sister, right? Because <laughs> that was pretty fucking disturbing. That sounds disturbing. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll take a drink to that. <laughs> Maybe we need to hear that story. I don't know. No, that was no. pretty funny. I was about shit. I don't know. I think I was uh, eighth grade. Oh, eighth grade going into freshman year, and I was sitting at their house for a week, and they usually keep the door closed, and I should have fucking thought. I opened it up, and I was like, Ugh, and I closed the door. <laughs> It was pretty fucking bad. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, fucking traumatized me ever since. I'm traumatized just listening to that story. I know, right? <laughs> you knew better. I, I should have known better. I should have learned my lesson. Because, hey, a closed door is a private door behind. Uh-huh. And the other side is supposed to be private. But usually, so where I work at, usually I close the bathroom door. I never used to lock it. But I've had so many times where people walk in on me, I'm taking a shit, and they're like, oh my god, you should have locked the door. I'm like, well, fuck, you should have knocked first. Yeah. Like, fuck. Now I lock every single door. If I'm going to the bathroom, I lock the door. If I have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) He's almost keeping track of this. So, um... (laughs) So, James. You lock um, the door now. (laughs) I still lock the door. Dude, because, like... When I take a shit, I, like, blew it up. Like, there's there's no remorse. Like, if I drop it, it's out. <laughs> I'll drink to that one. Yeah, I'll drink to the drop. It's, it can get nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. I can't believe we just talked about that. Anyways, um, James, uh, and I forgot what I was going to ask him. Oh, so uh, you're, do you have any new songs coming out? And, like, what, what inspired you to make this new song coming out and like, when did you start, like, recording it? How long does it take to really fully record a song? Okay. So, I'm working on um, this concept right now. I've been a little busy these last couple weeks. Um, I recently took a test that I was studying for. I can go into more detail on that later, too, if you want. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, I haven't really made any new songs that I've recorded. Um, every morning, my routine, pretty much, uh, every time, every morning I wake up, have my coffee, feed the cats, and then I sit down, and for like an hour, hour and a half, two hours, I just mess around with the instrumentals, right? I try to find drum patterns, uh, harmonies, melodies. That, yeah. That's what I do every morning. I just mess around with sounds. Uh, last song I actually recorded probably two, two and a half, three weeks ago, probably. Uh, I did a recent one for the podcast, actually. I don't oh, yeah. know if you guys mm-hmm. have heard that uh-huh. one or not. Yes, of course. Yeah, I, okay. I like it. We're going to cut it up, and hopefully we'll use it one Nice. Time. I was excited. That one was fun. Uh, but what I'm what I want to work on moving forward here, I want to make so I'm new to streaming services. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my intro, I said you can find me Jack Mall is Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, yeah. anywhere that you stream music, you can find me on there. Uh, right now, I have one song up, right? But I want to push that. I want to you know see what I can do. I want to get more on there. Uh, right now, though, it's just that one. Uh, what I want to do. I want to release a full 12-track album on my birthday, which is February 10th. Um, so I have a couple months still, right? But I want to, yeah, I got four months left, I think, yeah, four or five months. Um, 12 tracks, I know it's kind of ambitious, uh, but that's what I want to work on next. So I started writing a track list, a concept, things that I think I want to have on there, different beats that I've made in the past. Like I said, since I dabble in the instrumental process every morning, I'm sitting on, you know, 70, 80 beats that I haven't used before. They're just sitting there, yeah. 
Um, so, you know, I can turn those out faster than I can record actual songs. So I want to go through and picking some of those out that I think might make the cut. That's what I'm doing right now. And I want it to be really structured. I don't want to rush it. I don't want anything low quality. Um, I have the time, so I want to take, I, I want to take my time. I want to make sure it's polished. Um, and I want it to be something that people listen to, you know, and ideally I make music for me, right? I don't, I don't make music for anybody else. I'm not too concerned with who does or doesn't listen to my music. It's for me. But if I can get a few fans along the way, if I can people listen to it along the way, then that just makes it a little more rewarding, I feel like. So that's what I'm doing right now anyway. Mm. Um, kind of working on this concept album that I want to do EP, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, 12 tracks if I can, a couple skits and interlude, things like that. Um, Still in the beginning process, but that, that's what I'm working on. So is this technically called a mixtape or no? I mean, I'm, I'm personally, I'm confused on like the whole mixtapes and stuff. And so is this more like a mixtape or is this like straight out the gate? You're just going balls deep into it. I'm pretty sure it's be an album, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I, the way it kind of breaks down uh, in the industry a little bit, Anything that would be a mixtape, if I were to distribute it solely through YouTube, then I would probably consider it a mixtape, possibly. The difference is um, going up on these um, streaming services, Apple, Spotify, um, you can can make revenue, right? For each track, for each uh, person that listens to it, the revenue you generate, um, that's the difference, I think. Mixtapes, you know, usually just a free distribution album, EP, LPs, those are something that you can make some income off of. Okay. Um, I feel like nowadays, though, with how easy it is to just throw something up on the internet, mm-hmm. you know, I don't hear that word too often, like mixtapes, it's just, you know, yeah. a lot of it's just singles, a lot of people just put out singles, here, listen to this track, listen to this track, it's very rare, I feel like, especially at the level I'm at, you know, like I said, yeah. I'm just a hobbyist right now, uh-huh. uh, it's just a lot of it, people just want to do, here's a track, here's a track, yep. but I've always, I like the idea of um, a full something comprehensive, a full package that I can distribute. Can I interject? Yes. Now with this album, would you want to tell a story throughout the songs? I've uh, thought about that. So uh, with going in line with what I'm talking about, in high school, I actually did a concept album, a mixtape, whatever that I put on YouTube. Um, so I had to tassel for ten years of my life. I know, it's a long time. But that was a big part of my life when I was a kid. That's what I did every summer. You know, me and my friends from being 12. Kudos um, to that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Yeah. that People that shit sucked. Day. I'll drink to that. Yeah. That casting sucked. I'll drink twice because I get interrupted by still. You'd be surprised, you know, how many people they work one day, quit. Um, anyway, so <laughs> that was a big part of my life every summer. Um, I did tassel all the way through college even. Then I come home from the, for the summer, I still did tassel. Uh, anyway. So I made this concept album. It's called Detasseling the Corny Raps, right? Because it, it was like the first body of work that I put out. I wasn't trying to take myself seriously because, you know, hey, I was a 17-year-old kid that I, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, the quality wasn't that good. But the idea was there, right? Um, and it starts off, that tells a whole, it's, it's like a day in the life of Detasseler, told over 12 tracks. It you know, just kind of... Uh, sum it up here basically it, it starts with like you know you're waking up in the morning at 4 a.m you have your day there there's different tracks and at the end you know, you're, you're getting ready to go to bed and knowing you have to wake up and do this all over again and each track kind of tells that story along the way um, i think it's a really cool creation that's something you don't see too often nowadays you don't see 
a whole story being told. It's just, oh, this song sounds good. This song's a banger. Uh, the drums on this one are slapping. Let's just throw all these songs out there okay. um, with albums, whatever, singles. But I, what I really enjoy is just that story that uh, like here is a whole a concept between an hour, 40 minutes. Um, so to actually answer your question, if I if that's how I, the direction I'm going to take or if I'm just going to have like a hodgepodge of songs, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I think since I'm taking this one a little more seriously, I'm putting myself out there trying to get these distributed. I might go the pro the approach where I just, okay, this sounds good, this sounds good, this sounds good with no real rhyme or reason, just to kind of as an introduction, right? And if this goes well and there's good reception and I feel motivated, then the next project ideally, um, that's the key, you just want to be consistent, right? The more I can put out, the more listeners I'll get. But if this first project goes good, then I think that's what I'll do the second time around. Do something a little more comprehensive, a little more cohesive. Um, that it, it takes you on a journey from start to finish. I think. So, yeah. So, do you ever think about colliding, like colliding with someone, like you know, having a feature with you and stuff? Like, you ever thought about like um, uh, having some, like, you know, whoever on there with you to help um, boost your? I can't think of it. I can't think of it. It's, it's stuck in my head. It's like in the back of my head, I can say it, but it's still, it's like I can't say it. Like, you know, um, no, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Like, just working with somebody. Yeah, basically just working with somebody, right? Yeah, working with uh, someone. Yeah. I would love to. You know, I would love to work with somebody. It's just, yeah. I did, they I've done one song. <laughs> I've done one song with my brother, but that was just yeah. as like a joke. Um, Does yeah. he have his own name or no? No, this, we did, this was something we did back in high school. Uh, mm-hmm. that we actually shot a music video to it. It's really rough, like I said, rough around the edges, but it was fun. Um, and he just did it because it's something that I'm into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love to, you know, again, now that since quarantine hit, basically since March, that's when I've really been putting myself out there where I'm, I told myself, okay, this, I, I want it to be more than just a hobby. You know, I don't expect to quit my day job and become, you know, a, make a hundred K starting tomorrow <laughs> or anything, but I do want to be making a little bit here and there. I want it yeah. to be like a side hustle or something. Um, so yeah, if there's anyone that I could work with, collab with, I'm open to that. You know, um, you guys mentioned the Couch Boys earlier. They mm-hmm. have that new song coming out. Uh, I've listened to some of their songs. I follow them on Instagram. I thought about reaching out. You know, um, anyone I can work with, really. You know, that's something that I've been anticipating. Okay, when can I work with somebody? Uh, even if it's not necessarily a feature for feature, you know, it, I could produce something. I could yeah. make something, you know, I just mm. working with somebody, the more people you can work with, it just, it helps get yourself out there. I mean, shoot, like I can give you their, I can give you like two of their numbers and I bet you they'll be more than happy to work with you because most likely they're open up to work with people. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I've talked to Steezy and he threw your name out. He's like, yeah, it'd be great to work with you. Cause he, he would, he loves working with other people. Yeah. Honestly. Like, even just mixing and mastering. Mm-hmm. Okay. He just mm-hmm. loves working with people. Yeah, I mean, one of these times on the pod, we're going to have to, we should probably have all three of you guys on. And, like, I mean, the that's going to be. Pod? Yeah, the rapper pod. Hip, artist hip-hop. pod, sorry. Artist. All right, we'll call it the artist pod. Yeah, yeah, But still, for real, I mean, just let me know. I can give you the number after the pod or whatever yeah. and all that. But still, uh, <clears throat> that's something awesome. Uh, you actually have two cars to play. Two cars. Slacking over here. All right. No, you're fine. It's awesome to listen to your story and how you think about everything and all that. So, it's so concise. I know. It's like, I, I thought out a question. Some people are like, 
oh, uh, give me a second to do the thing. And you're just like, boom, 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 boom. It's like, wow, okay. He's answering questions that I want to know. <clears throat> yeah. But answering questions that I want to know, yeah. even without me even asking. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Save some room for us. <laughs> I don't, well, shoot, dude, I'm out here asking all the questions. Come on. Those I'm asking questions. questions, too. I interject, I'm interjecting. <laughs> all right, I, all right. What, did I, I, did I lead? Did I lead? No, I led. You asked, like, one question. Did he ask, like, one question so far? It's, this is a one group or two. This is a group. I find it's a group. He answers all my questions. I know. Why? He answers all my questions, too. It's like, and I keep going, like, yeah, yeah. I got my next question in the back of my head. And I'm waiting for it, so <laughs> start continue. Well, no, I'll tell you something. You know, I was excited that, <laughs> uh, to be on the pod because yeah. not too many people are interested usually in my story or oh. the process or how I make the music. So it's nice to have an open source where I can speak about just what I do. You know, um, the whole creation process. It's fun. Um, yeah, card. I got a card here. Let's read right. it. What's that? If you wear a suit to work. Drink in the name of corporate America. I do not wear a suit to work. I have to wear a uniform, company un- uniform. I don't know what the call that suit. Um, well, let's uh, we'll yeah. say company uniform. You have to wear a uniform. Uh, I do I'll not, go. so I won't drink either way. But I'll yeah, <laughs> I did cut the deck in half here. Now I'll draw from the middle. All right, number it. two. Go for it. Drink if you can't name a single city in Alaska. It's the biggest state in the U.S. You should probably know at least one. Um, Juno. Just getting that out there before someone takes it. Uh, Juno. You said I said. It. <laughs> it never said you can't repeat it. You can't do that. Anchorage. Uh, <laughs> I said Anchorage. Oh. All right. There's. So I met a person from Alaska. All right. Hold on. <laughs> I, I got to drink to real quick. I met a person from Alaska. And he lives in a village and stuff, and he's a pretty, I'll cuss, fucking real dude. He's a pretty fucking cool dude. And um, he told me all this stuff that they actually do up there and how they keep entertained. Actually, where they live at, where they live at, um, there's no alcohol in the village where they live at. Like, you can't drink any alcohol at all. If you do, it's like you're kicked out of the village and stuff. So he's a teacher anyways. All right, so I have a question for you. Are you let, me, you, let him chew for a bit. <laughs> I, I forgot he took a bite. I didn't know he took a bite. Let's let's talk. About, I want to talk about Alaska though. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, but I know what you're talking about. There's a bunch of dry counties out there because they oh, have yeah. a big uh, alcoholic problem. Seriously? Yeah, you know that. That's, Alaska has such yeah. a horrible problem. Wow, there. I never knew that. There's a large portion of them that are typically depressed just because of the cycle of it being dark for quarter mm-hmm. of the year and mm-hmm. then being light and dark and it's <laughs> on you, you know? Well, the guy I met, <laughs> I met him through one of my cousins, and uh, he's like, yeah, he's back for like, uh, was it, babe, was it uh, three months or two months? And he's like, I'm just going to drink straight every single day. Three months. He was back for like three months from Alaska because of the whole COVID stuff. And he's like, I'm going to drink straight. You know, every single day for three months, it's my last couple days I can drink. And it is like, when you fly a plane back, you cannot take like one of those big airlines. You have to take one of those, uh, uh, I'm, I'm good. No, I'm saying me and you talk so you can eat. Okay. I okay, go for it. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, he, uh, he can't take one of those big airlines. He has to take one of those, uh, bush planes. I think so. <laughs> I think <laughs> you have one of those small bush planes out there. 
he has to take those to get to the village and stuff. But uh, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, I give him a lot of respect for doing that because he teaches out there. He says the pay is pretty good too. He te- like he's a teacher. Teacher, yeah, teacher out there. It's wild. You had to ask him where he lives, honestly. I know. Because I would like to know, actually. It'd be, you know what? If he ever comes back again, we should totally have fun the pod. Dude, I will ask him. Please do. I, I can... What time is it right now in Alaska? Shit. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'll text him tomorrow and ask him. You definitely should, because it sounds like a great uh, conversation just to talk about Alaska, because it's probably somewhere none of us here are ever going to go. No. Not in a long shot. I mean, I won't mind taking an Alaskan cruise up there. He even said for real, they go clubbing out there for seals. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He said his village, people in his village actually go out and club. I'm like, really? And he brought back some uh, some uh, Alaskan yogurt that was like super good, but it did not have like the regular yogurt taste or mix. He like, it was like missing like, I think like whale blubber or something. Weird shit out there, yeah, concoction or whatever. And I was like, wow. And I tasted it. I'm like, holy crap, this tastes super good. He's like, yeah, man, it's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take your word on it because <laughs> I tasted it. But um, yeah, I mean, I honestly wouldn't mind taking like a trip out there. He goes, it's nice because people go out there, they go to like the big spots in Alaska, but there's a lot of little spots. And he said, when you go out there, you actually get to see how people really live and everything. And he's like, it's an eye changer. But he says, some people like it, some people don't. And people don't like living in the dry spots. So I'm like, I wouldn't like living in the dry spots. I mean, <laughs> you, you, we started a pod. Structurally, we drink. Every every time we start a pod, we drink. <laughs> exactly. What would we do? I don't know. <laughs> we'll play, play cards, dice, or something. I don't know. Drink soda. <laughs> well, this is a new soda we're trying, guys. <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> yeah, take a shot of the soda. <laughs> no, it's not fun. People don't. People don't listen to that. They don't listen. Like because when you, I feel like when you drink, your you know true personality and everything else comes out, and then honestly, that's I don't know. Fuck, it's pretty cool podcast. <laughs> Yeah, Lucy Goosey. Honestly, a lot of times when we get past like 45 minutes from a pod to an hour, I mm-hmm. kind of forget what we talk about. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like sometimes when I listen to the pod again, I'm like, I said that? Dude, the first pod. <laughs> oh, the first I'm pod. I'm not going to lie. When I first listened to it, I was like, wait, we talked about that? I was like, I thought I dreamed that. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up the next morning, I'm like, I'm like, dang, Abby, I just had the weirdest dream. <laughs> We talked about something on. We started a podcast. We started. We talked about something on there, and all of a sudden, I listened to, it and it's like, oh shit, it wasn't a dream. It was for real. Um. So, can I, uh, you go for it. I my question's still in the back of my head. You go for it. Uh. Do you want me to ask my question? Ask your question. All right, dude. So I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, James. Um. So have you? Do you smoke at all? Uh, occasionally, okay. typically, I'm not like I. I never on my own. Okay. Usually the times I smoke, I'm an avid disc golfer, right? I grew uh, up, I live in Dixon now, but I grew up in Sterling, just basically right across the street from Mississippi Park. Um, they have the best Midwestern golf course uh, that's out there, really. Oh, yeah. And I just grew up with that. My dad, you know, uh, disc golf every day, every day after school, during oh. the summer. I was just out there all the time. Uh, now as an adult, I have a group of friends that if I'm out discing, we'll smoke a little bit. Um, for just hanging out, smoke a little bit. So kind of like recreationally, I will. Okay. Um, but not uh, not super frequently, no. Okay, I was going to ask because um, I feel like uh, 
Um, I was gonna ask you what, what, Miko? What? Fill your glass back. I will. Give me a second. I don't want to drink at all because this is his drink. You are empty. I know. Um, I'll drink up a little bit more. Alright, sorry. We gotta finish. We're almost done. With this. I know we we're almost done with it, and most of it has been in my glass. <laughs> it was not. I swear to God, most of it was definitely not. I'm, I'm on my second glass. All right, anyways. I so think- have you ever been high? And like I've been high before, and of yeah. course everyone's been high, just damn near about. But I had a beat go off in my head. Have you ever had that where a beat or a lyric just you know blew up in your head, and you're like, oh, grab me a pen and paper. I'm gonna write that down because. That shit's smart. Oh, it's terrible. I'll tell you, it's it's terrible because I'm not working right now just because of the whole pandemic, whatever. Um, but I, I do an office job during the day. I have an office job. And I'll be sitting there, you know, your typical eight, nine hour work day. I'll be sitting there and something pops in my head. I'm like, oh, that'd be a great pattern. You're like, bum, 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 no, 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 Like, I think of it. And I, like, I scramble to write something down, like just some dashes or... I'll think of a word that I've never heard before in a song, right? I'm like, oh, I, I need to find something that rhymes with this. Or I'll be reading uh, an email or whatever. But it's terrible. I'll be driving home from work. Um, I list, That's all I listen to pretty much is hip-hop. And I won't listen to the words, but I'll just listen to the beat in the background. And I'll just start freestyling in the car. Um, and I can't write while I'm driving. So a lot of times I'm like, oh, that's good, that's good, that's really good. And then I'll forget about it. And I get mad, you know, or if I'm in the shower or on the toilet, whatever. But, like, it, <laughs> mm-hmm. it sounds like I'm joking about it a little bit. But, honestly, like, that's what goes through my head, you know, 97% of the day. You know, I, that, I wish that's all I could do. You know, I just want to be able to sit down. And if I could just plug away at that 24-7, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm, I'm obsessed with it. That's what's going through my head all the time. You know, beats, words, like you said. Um doesn't matter where I'm at, what I'm doing. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, that's good. That's great. Uh, I run a lot, too. I love running. Uh, avid runner. Uh, and that's a perfect time, too. It's great for your head. Clears your clears your mind a little bit. Um, and I'll listen to instrumentals when I'm running, and I'll just think of, okay, this sounds cool. Even if it's not for the words, just for the flow, because that's something else you always want to perfect your cadence, how you sound on the track, um, where the pauses are, am I rhyming in double time, half time, so even if I don't know the words per se, just like, mm-hmm, you know, humming different melodies, it helps. And that's, you know, that's, I'm plagued, but that's all I think about all day. I'm mm-hmm. cursed by that, so. Wow. That makes sense, because, I mean, you literally cannot write down all the lyrics you think <laughs> about, unless you carry no pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which might be a good investment. I know, I might yeah, start doing that now. <laughs> but, um, something I wanted to ask. Yes. When it comes to production, I know you make your own beats, mm-hmm. you master your own stuff, yes. and then you even do your own vocals. Yes. What part of the process is your favorite? Like, All right. Glad you asked me this because I wanted to talk a little bit about it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've, uh, like I said, I started music again uh, late 2000s, right? 2009, 2010. Um, I, it was, at that point in my life, it was just strictly lyrics. I wanted to write. That was the most fun for me. I didn't even, even if I didn't put it anywhere, even if I didn't record it, I liked writing, you know. So I liked writing. Then I learned how to put it on a track, right, that I stole from YouTube or whatever. I learned how to record it. Um, then I started thinking, like, I want to learn how to produce a little bit. And so one of my biggest influences um, are rappers and producers, Kanye West. You know, he started, he's a great producer, right? And he can rap. Dr. Dre, obviously a great producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't rap too often, but he raps. Um, 
even Tyler the Creator, not too many people know that, but he produces everything himself too. Every beat here, every instrumental, 90% of the time that's him, and that's interesting to me. Um, some of Eminem's albums, he's executive produced himself. Those are his beats, you know, not, not too many people know that. So I have to think, and you know, I want to do that too. So I started learning how to produce a little bit. Uh, fast forward now that I know, I know more now than I ever have in my whole life on the whole music thing, uh, the engineering side of everything. So when you ask me what my favorite step is, um, I really enjoy all of them. I, I like the process individually. So I cherish every morning that I get to just sit in peace and just work on instrumentals, right? Uh, I'm not trying to record anything. I don't want to write anything down. I just want to hear different uh, boom bap sounds in my head, right? Mm. Uh, messing around on my MIDI, my keyboard, and everything. I cherish that time. Um, writing, I need to. Uh, it's a little. I, I, I feel like I suffer writer's block a little bit here and there, only because I write what I write versus what I record. The ratio is so off. I could sit and write you know, all day or I'm thinking of stuff that I jot down if I have some free time, but then I don't actually get a chance to record everything, obviously, otherwise I'd have, I'd have a million songs out there, so sometimes I'm just writing for the sake of writing, um, so that's kind of taken a place on the back burner for now, because I know so much more about production. I think that's kind of risen to the top of, okay, this is new, this is fun, so I like the production side. Um, what's even more new and exciting, even, the skill that I'm still trying to work on is the mixing and mastering. Um, I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos, tutorials, seminars, there's a bunch of free seminars and webinar, webinars online you can watch, uh, but there's some of these Grammy-nominated producers, mixers, uh, master engineers who host free things online you can watch. And I'll learn, okay, I could spend two hours tweaking the sound of a drum. You know, Maybe there's a hi-hat and I pan it 20% to the left and it, it still sounds too loud, so I lower the volume a little bit. You have to find where it sits in the mix. I talked about frequencies a little bit earlier. You know, the human ear can only hear, you know, down so low and up so high. So you have to find where everything meshes. You know, if I have a hi-hat sitting at 8,000 hertz and I have a kick, it's on the lower end of the spectrum beating at, you know, like 500 hertz, you can't have those clashing. So that's something that I'm still learning about. Um, you know, I don't even know if I'm describing it correctly. You know, that's how new it is to me. But that's what I enjoy right now. I enjoy taking something that's very rough. You know, I got the beat. Maybe I put some words over it, right? And I, it, But now it needs to be tweaked. Okay, how can I level out all the instrumentals? How can I make sure each instrument sounds good together? If you have everything just stacked, you know, it's just going to sound really muddy. Mm -hmm. um, so that there's, it's an actual science. You know, people go to school to get degrees to be engineers and, and sound engineers. And I, I'm just, you know, messing around with it in my bedroom. Um, but I think I've come a long way, and that's part of the process for me, part of the learning experience, what makes it fun, is, okay, today I want to learn a new trick. Today I'm going to learn how to effectively apply delay to this track, or today I'm going to effectively learn how to EQ this instrument, whatever. I mean, there's a million different terms that um, are special to that industry that you might not be familiar with, but you know, not to bore you too much, but that's what I've been enjoying right now just kind of the, the um, science mm -hmm. behind what, how can I make this sound better just using my computer. So. That's, that's pretty amazing. That is pretty like, <laughs> like that's, it, pretty that, mind blown right now. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to like eat it all in my brain. <laughs> I know I talk too much. Well, no, dude, I mean, no, that's what we want. That's what we want. That's why we brought you on the pod. We want to learn, we want to learn more about you and, 
you explain yourself to the listeners and everything, and uh, we're just here asking the questions. You yeah. gotta answer them. <laughs> answer them how you want to. Or whatever. You're, you're doing all the work. <laughs> Speaking of, we're work, over here just drinking. Yeah. I think it's time for another card too. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the player with the most syllables in their first name and last name drinks. I have had five each. I don't know. Uh, wait, what? Syllables. Oh, I was thinking letters. Maybe I've been drinking too much too. Is James one or two syllables? James. James. I got five total. James. James is one syllable. James is one. I got five total. I got three total then. That's six. Ha! Okay. You drink. <laughs> wow, yeah. Shoot. I don't Fuck, know. Do you want to draw another one? I will, I will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bonus round? I feel Bonus it. round. If you've ever done a keg stand drink, uh, I actually have before. Oh, let's hear this story. Hold on. I want to hear this story. I have yet to do one. All right. So, I mean, it's not like you see in the movies. I wasn't, like, upside down. Like, <laughs> oh, come, on. Minutes, but, come on. Come on. Bill for the listener. Yeah. So, I did. Uh, I went to college. Uh, I went to Western Illinois University. Oh. And for anyone who's familiar with Western, uh, they're somewhat of a party school. They're notorious for drinking SWAT team likes to come out there a lot. <laughs> it's, always, it's always in the news. Not even joking there. Um, but yeah, I was in college. I wasn't part of any um, frat myself, but I did have a couple really, really good friends. Jose, um, Joey. I haven't talked to any of these guys since then, but they were in frats, right? And pretty much every weekend, that's where, you know, be hanging out. The weather was nice. We'd be outside, a little bonfire, drinking. Uh, and it wasn't uncommon, you know, like I said, it wasn't, I wasn't dying out there every, every weekend. <laughs> you get those little pony kegs, you get little pony kegs, yeah. and can and stuff. And, you know, a bunch of 20 year old guys just drinking out in the yard. So little keg stands here and there. Uh, but yeah, that's about it with that. Um, good times drinking college school. What about, are you doing like acid or anything? No. Like, any hard no. drugs so, at all or just, were you good? Uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was one who, uh, again, you I have was, the name of them off, you can just you, yeah. you experimented, just say, like, oh, I experimented with yeah, something. nothing that would, like, you know, kill me if it went awry, All right, cool. but <laughs> I was definitely around a lot of that stuff, I'll tell oh. you that, it was out there, no one was trying to hide it, you know, everyone knew it was out there, no one was trying to hide it, but no one was pressuring you either, you know, oh, okay. it, it's so prevalent, it's one of those things that, you know, it, it Basically, everybody has it. They don't care if you do it or not. You know, um, that's Western for you, especially off campus. But <laughs> wow, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of stuff there. So yeah, I've been around it a little bit. But so I have a question. Yes. Since your girl's outside right now. Yes. How did you guys meet? Uh, we met through work actually. So. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I guess I, I have an office job. And what I do, I train everybody. I hire, I train, oh, do all the onboarding. Oh, yeah, yeah the that. power. <laughs> You're like, hey, yeah. come over here. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was teaching her how to do the job. Ooh. And then she taught me some other things. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'll drink to that. Yeah, I'll just drink to I'll that. Drink to that. <laughs> you little nasty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that was, it will be two years this December. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and things are going great. You know, I feel that's like awesome. I've known her forever, but that that's whenever she started. I didn't know who she was or anything, but we, we hit it off real well. I remember the first date we had, went to Wagon Wheel, and I had a burger or whatever, and you know, been together ever since. So, uh, you know, grateful for her and everything. So. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's so <laughs> amazing. I like, you know, 
Love I, at first sight. <laughs> I, I can't remember the first time I met you, Jay and Thomas. Was it when you guys went to Rockford? I don't remember. I do not remember the first time I met you. I remember the first time I met you. Was it was that birthday party. I think it was that. It was your was, birthday party, wasn't it? No, the party it was, bus. No, it was Naomi's birthday party. Your girlfriend's daughter. Yeah, I know who she is. <laughs> I know. Oh fuck, I know. <laughs> I think I feel like I feel like I met you that first day. That was the first day I met you. I don't. Know. Or was it my? I feel like that was because I didn't really know much about you. I was like, oh, he's cool. Your birthday's in October. And my party bus was on my birthday, of course, in March. Last year. Yeah. Oh, so last year. Yeah. But I knew him before that. I, knew I wasn't. Him before that. Yeah, I wasn't at her. I wouldn't have been at her party huh? two Octobers ago. Huh. But. Then, yeah, I guess so. Uh, seriously, I feel like I met you before my uh, my uh, party bus. We might have in passing here or there yeah. somewhere. She has a lot of friends. You know, yeah. and you guys are all my friends now, which is cool. But in the beginning, I'm like, I don't know who this is or who that is. I didn't grow up in Dixon, you know. So, I know. Yeah. I, know who, I know where we met before. You can't say the name because we don't talk to the person anymore. But, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one I'm I met pretty you. Because sure that was the first time I ever met you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, mean, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought you were really cool at that time. I was like, holy crap, I like this guy. <laughs> I'm pretty quiet at first. I'm one of those, you know, open, I open up pretty well, pretty easy, but I'm quiet at first for the most part. But yeah. when I get going, I get going. So, <laughs> so I thought you had tattoos when I first met yes. you. Yes, 52 of them. Yep. Wow. And that's something else that people don't really um, expect from me. They don't expect that I have 52 tattoos, 52, 53. Um, and that in itself is a good story. No, uh-huh. there I don't have any like super big ones. They're all like palm sized or smaller. Then but I like that meeting behind them all too. Um, <laughs> it started like that. So I got my I in college. Back up a little bit here. In college, I studied abroad, um, and I went overseas. But oh, really? yeah, I went to Spain for a year. So I lived in Spain for a year. And I learned, I got my, I have a um, bachelor's degree in Spanish because I was in Spain for a year. Uh, and I stayed in Costa Rica, lived and studied in Costa Rica for a semester, so a couple more months. So yeah, so I lived overseas for, you know, a good year and a half of my life. Um, got my first tattoo when I came back to the States. Uh, on my knees, I got Viva España, you know, live Spain, Aww. whatever. Um, I never had a tattoo before. I was probably, I was still in college. I was just home for that summer. I don't know, 20, whatever, 1920. <laughs> um, but I got my first tattoo then. And I didn't really expect anything of it. You know, I, I don't like, you, you hear this all the time. I don't like needles. It's not the same thing. You know, a doctor needle and a tattoo needle, they're not <laughs> the same thing. Um, but I was one of those people who's like, I don't, you know, I don't want this, right? Uh, but I did it anyway, because so that would be fun, cool, something to remember my mm-hmm. trip by. Let me tell you, it's addicting as heck because <laughs> within, yeah, so within that first, it was during the summer. I got right when school, right when school was out, summer started, got that Viva España on my knee. Uh, and your first tattoo? Yep. And then. Can we see it? It's on my, I'd have to take my pants off, but. Okay. I'd have to take my pants off, but um, it's all on my knees. That's okay. Um, when I wear shorts, you can see it anyway. I can show you guys after if you want, but. <laughs> I got that, and within that summer, I had 12 or 15 tattoos. Yep. I The person I go to, um, I'll shout her out, why not, Chantel. She mm-hmm. works here in Dixon at Raven. She's great, fantastic. She's booked through the rest of the year, but she's great. Um, 
she's who my artist is right now anyway. And it just started growing on me. I was like, this is who I am now. There's no stopping it. Right. So it started with places where you couldn't see on a normal day because when I was in school, so I have, I told you I have a bachelor's in, in uh, Spanish, yeah. but I also have a bachelor's degree in law enforcement. So I have two degrees, law enforcement, Spanish. That's the route I wanted to take. I wanted to do work in the law enforcement field and have the Spanish background because, you know, every, I mean, so many people speak Spanish in America. It's pretty priceless. So that's the route I wanted to go once I was done with college. So I told myself, you know, I need to be careful. I can't be having a bunch of tattoos on my arms, my legs, my neck if I want to work in law enforcement. Yeah. Um, that was the stigma back then. I mean, in 2020, you see it all the time, cops with tattoos, it's not a big deal. Um, but I was young, I didn't really know. But I wanted to keep it where people couldn't see. So I started with my legs, um, starting with my knee up on my thigh. There's probably 20, 30 alone down there. Some of which I've done myself, actually. Um, you can buy a tattoo gun on Amazon for 20 bucks. <laughs> Full color palette. Um, you know, not recommended probably because they might not look the best. But it's a good story. Yeah, so I have some down there that, uh, you know, they look janky, but it's the it's a fun story, right? So I did those myself. Me and my mm -hmm. friend Travis, uh, we got really drunk one night in my mom's. We were at my mom's house. She was yelling at us. Bah, 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 bah. And we, we were kids, you know, we didn't care, but... <laughs> Just tattooing each other. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> just tattooing each other. Yeah, yeah. Were you guys drunk or high at the time? Drunk. Very oh, drunk. that's yes. perfect. So, and then it started migrating north. You know, I had some on my, <laughs> I had them on my knees, going up my thighs, um, got some on my chest, my stomach, my chest. Um, they are kind of branched out. I have, I mean, I'm wearing flannel and long pants right now, but I have some on yeah. my arms, each arm. Um, and I haven't, uh, them all, they're all over my chest, my stomach. Uh, there's, I really, there's two more spots that I need to fill. And then I, I, I don't really have a bunch of room left on my chest. Uh, I need to fill in my arms a little bit. I'm not a fan of personally on myself. I like looking at other people's like full sleeves where it's like, it's one big picture, but takes up like the whole arm, for example. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of that on myself. I just like how it looks with, okay, one here and then three inches, there's another one, and it kind of fills the gap like that. Um, fun fact, I guess, one of my favorite movies is Memento. It's not super popular, Memento, but the main character, that was the, that was the inspiration for that. The main character um, has tattoos all over his body, just like that. They're small, you know, half mm -hmm. your palm size, but they're everywhere from your chest, his, his body, his arms, down his legs, they're just everywhere. I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, it's a work in progress. Like I said, I don't have a whole lot of room left on my body for really a whole lot. Uh, I didn't space them out. This is something you have to plan for. You have to plan your whole life to make this all fit. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> but I'm working on it. Uh, I haven't gotten, I used to get one, you know, it would be rare for me to go longer than two, three months without getting one. Whoa. Last one I got was Halloween last year in October. Uh, I got a little spooky ghost. But... I haven't gotten one since then, so it's about a year, and mostly the pandemic. Everyone's booked now that they're oh, yeah. open up again. But I'm hoping by early next year I can get in there, and make get like two or three to make up for lost time. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. You know, honestly, I've seen your chest a couple times, and I was always amazed at how many tattoos you actually do have on you. I know. I need more. I need I more. I have not seen. Any tattoos on you? Take yeah. your shirt off. I, I can show you. Should I take my shirt off right now? Take your shirt off. I'll go for it. I want to see it because, I mean, I wouldn't mind a tattoo, but like I said, I I don't like 
you know, I, uh, people say the needles are like a little, uh, like a little bee stinging you multiple times. I'm like, ah, I hate bee stings. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. I'll find someone. To, I don't if I get hurt in any way, I'm finding someone. I don't think it's quite as bad as bees do. Because I feel like that's. I feel like you'll get used to it after like a couple minutes. Yeah, some people talk about like, oh, I fell asleep. It's not. I'm, I'm not going to say it's that nonchalant. But it does get to a point where the area that they're tattooing gets kind of numb, and it just Whoa. you don't really feel it too What's much. What's on your uh, left bicep? Okay. Uh, yep. This is a, a lady here. We can take pictures of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can take pictures. Yep. But there, so I'll just kind of show you know you guys real yeah. quick. Yeah. Once we get the cameras and stuff yeah. up and running and everything, this will be awesome. Hey, you recognize that Crash Bandicoot thing? Yeah. Geeky mask. Yeah. <laughs> and then my chest here. Oh, is that like the third eye? Yes. Wow. Or is that's the ghost I got. Oh, is that, like, oh. And I got a bunch more. I don't want to see those. <laughs> I don't want to see those at yeah. all. But I want, I want to fill, you know, I want to fill yeah. them here, here maybe. Oh, um, I have an idea for here and here. A nice Pokeball. But, I see that yeah. right there. Ooh. Oh, there's a Pokeball. <laughs> there is a Pokeball. And there's like a whole one, too. And then this one on my back. That's the one. Oh, yeah, so much I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. It's a heart. With the uh, um, uh, ballet shoes. There we go. Yeah. All right, I see it. Oh, I see it now. I don't know where it's at. Yeah, I, I see it. I, see it. <laughs> it? I can never see that one. I always forget about it. <laughs> this one, a stick poked with. You just, I just took a pen and some ink and. What? Poked at it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wait, did you sharpen the pen? I've never understood how. It Whoa. Be. You just take so, you, so. So the, the stick poke. You just take a pen. You know, bust out the the back or whatever. Really, you just need the uh, or a needle. I, no, I use a needle. You can just buy like a sewing needle, um, and some like a paper ink. That's some prison and, shit. Yeah, right it, it really is. <laughs> Dip it, and you just make sure you gotta poke yourself. Make sure it goes in deep enough, so that way it's always there. But yeah, another good story. You know, how many times have you done that? The stick poke one. Yeah. The the jail one. Uh, just once. <laughs> I'll do, all right, you gotta drink every time you did that. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a drink to it. Well, I cuss on you, Like I said, I I use an actual tattoo gun, um, but I tattooed about, I don't know, eight or so on my, my thigh myself, and Travis did some on me, but he's not an artist, so they also look like garbage, but it's fine. You know, it's a good story, like I said. Definitely. Honestly. I could, I could not imagine tattooing myself, honestly. I just feel like I feel like I'd stick it in too far into myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, be careful because that, it really hurts. If you don't know what you're doing, uh, <laughs> you can go too deep. You know, I don't know. You can never go too deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Nasty. <laughs> but yeah, that's another passion of mine. I like. Yeah. I could sit and talk about tattoos all day with other people, and mm-hmm. uh, I recommend getting one. You know, it's not for everybody, but try it once. Try it once. Yeah. If you don't like it, just keep the receipt, take it back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. I mean, I just, I've always wanted one, but I'm so scared to get one. Like, I don't like, I don't like anything that goes in my body, comes out, and goes back into it. Yeah, it freaks me out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, kudos to anyone that has a tattoo because you guys are some tough motherfuckers. Especially, so which one hurt the most? Ooh, okay. So I have, I it was on my right side. I don't know if you guys saw it. The ribs? Uh, yeah, there's one on the ribs. It's like a pinky promise. Two people doing a pinky oh, promise. Yeah, yeah. I see it. That one, that was the first one I got, like, in my rib area. That one hurt like heck. But then, I, I say this every time, in the moment, whatever tattoo I'm getting, that's one that hurts the most. But in the <laughs> moment. Uh, but then on my stomach, 
that really hurts because the artists, they have to, you know, uh, stretch the skin out. Oh. So that way it's like a, you know, you know, if you try tattooing when it's all, um, like bunched up or your, your, your stomach or your skin's all bunched up, if you stretch or move around, there'll be gaps in the, there'll be gaps in it. So they have to stretch it out. Um, so the artist is like on top of you, pushing down with elbow in my chest, trying to like stretch it out and you can't breathe. I have to like basically hold it. It's not recommended, but I basically have to hold my breath while she's doing each. It's not like she's down there for 20 minutes. She'll do one for a couple seconds, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah, like time my <laughs> breathing. So that, that hurt because uh, she's pressing down on your stomach and I can't breathe. Um, it's not directly on my, I don't know what you call this. There's like a collarbone. collarbone. There's a bone right there. There's one that's like, it's not, it's close to it. And that one hurt. But she says, I've, I've read and I hear anything on that collarbone. That hurts like heck too. But yeah. I heard your wrist too. Like I mean, your wrist hurts are, are on your ankle or inside of your arm and stuff. Yeah. So the elbow. Hurts. Yeah. The elbow. elbow hurts real bad. I would imagine the armpit, Ooh. top of the foot. Uh, I don't have one there, but those are spots that I hear pretty bad. Dude, would you ever get a face tattoo? It it depends. I would. Wow, really? I would. I would. Oh, I'd be scared. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have to be. Yeah, it would have to be the perfect one. I'd have to contemplate it for the two years. One. Yeah, <laughs> just to like, I look like a. Have you guys seen what Post Malone looks like recently? Yeah, yeah. He shaved his head. He got like, yeah, like within the last month, he shaved his head. He has like his literally his whole head. His face is now covered, and he's got a couple more all over his head. That's too much. I seen a picture of him a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's too much. But like, you know, something real subtle that you can't even see unless you're like a foot away from you behind the ear or something. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have anything above, you know, my chest yet. But why not? I know people like to do inside the lip. Did you lip. ever do inside the lip or no? No, I want to. <laughs> uh, I was with someone who got a tattoo inside their lip before. Though we have matching tattoos actually. Mine's oh. on my leg. And uh -oh. there's there's on the inside of their lip. Um, I was in Costa Rica when we got those tattoos. Yeah, we were at the mall, and it was just like some. It was like, it was <laughs> that like sounds some, perfect. It was like some very sketchy looking kiosk, <laughs> wow. like tucked away behind the bathrooms. Like, hey, don't get a tattoo. I said, okay, <laughs> this is what I do. Let's go. It was cheap. Whatever. Yeah. It was too. I tried haggling. With, I was like, okay. I was in Costa Rica. I thought you could haggle, right? If you're overseas and money's involved, I thought you could haggle. The guy's like, 80 euros. I said, mm, how about uh, let's do 45? He said, what are you doing? 80. I said, mm, 50. <laughs> 80. You drive a hard bargain. 60. So this is my shop. You can't haggle with me in my shop. I said, 65, best offer. Walked out of there 65 euros later with a tattoo. So. Animal. Oh, animal. You know, yeah, they told me you have to be a shark. If you're going overseas and you're American, they can smell that, right? And they think you're privileged and yada, yada. So you have to be a shark. You know, you have to stand your ground. You have to know what you want. So I turned into a bartering machine. I said, I'm not paying full price for this. You, know, Dude, you already tattooed it on me. What are you going to do? I'm leaving this state, this country, in a couple of weeks. You, you know, bye. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Mr. Hitman, uh, yeah. I got someone for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's <So>. scary. <laughs> my, my father's good at bargaining. I've always wanted to learn how to do that and stuff, like bargaining with people. I can't. It's like, this. I say my price. They say, they say their price. I'm like, okay. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm always on the first price they say. It's like, yeah. I'd be like, it was like a hundred. I was like, all right, uh, 60, 95 deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I said five bucks. I remember, you remember when we did triple P's 
And the machine prompted you to leave a tip. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Oh man, you were I I was like I should have saved you. <laughs> you should have saved I need people in there to save me, like have my back on saving me and stuff. <laughs> I feel like I tip too much. Okay. So I know when you're at the register and they ask you to tip, I always tip. Even, I feel like I, you shouldn't, but still, part of me is like, well, they're working and they're here. They're doing something. Even though I just said my order, I did all the work, and they're just, you know, typing in behind there. And then I get to thinking, like, oh, well, imagine if they're the waiter or the waitress or whatever. Yeah, I'll tip them. And it's like, fuck. I probably should not have. <laughs> it's, a real, it's a real hard. It's tough. Well, especially when they're standing there. And they look at you, and you look at them, and you make that eye contact. You're like, they're like, are you going to tip? I'm like, I don't know, am I? <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. Like Migo said, it is a really difficult, not difficult, but it's a touchy subject. But I'll tell you just a little quick story. What always irks me the most, all right? I like, I used to, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't too much. But I like going to Rockford. I love getting Chipotle. And right across the street in the same parking lot, yeah, Cold Stone ice cream. I'm a uh, huge fiend for ice cream. I love Chipotle, right? And my tradition, me and my uncle, my brother, we'd always go to Rockford. We would go see a movie, maybe, mm-hmm. at the AMC Theater up there. And then we'd go get Chipotle for dinner. And ice cream's right there. You go across the street, you go into Cold Stone, basically like a subway. You watch them make the ice cream. And you pay, and there's, do you want a tip? Never you didn't there. do anything. I don't think I've ever been You slapped some ice cream on a comb, and you gave it to me. I'm not going to tip you for that. And then I always, always feel weird because it's a bunch of, like, 15-year-old kids that work there. And I'm like, well, you know, you're probably getting paid, like, $3 an hour to put this ice cream that's in a bucket on my cone for me and hand it across the counter. You know, it's a, no dice. It's a no for me, dog. So It's so hard for me, though, not to do it because, like, they look at you, you look at them. As soon as you make, for me, it's like the eye contact. <laughs> they get me. It's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, that's when you turn to Bugs Bunny, look him down the eye and go, eh, no, and hit that decline button because they're not getting it. I need someone in like the back of my head. You know how everyone has a hype man for everything? I need a hype <laughs> man saying, don't do it, don't do it, don't dip him. I'm like, yeah, you're right, man, you're right. I need someone to bargain for me. <laughs> Sometimes I will, though, you know, maybe it's a good day. Yeah. And you're uh, treating me like a decent human being. Here's two dollars. Why not? You know, whatever. Even the people that are assholes, I always tip them at least a couple bucks. Because oh. part of me is like, oh, they're having a bad day. Someone came in and ruined their day. I'll give you, oh, you know, a couple, a few dollars here and there. I'm like, yeah, who cares? I'm feeling, feeling good. I believe in the circle, so it's like, yeah, if I help someone, that's you know. I don't know. I might be dumb for that, but still. No. So, yeah, I don't know. Karma's important, I think. You know, it's, it's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely. I, it's, I think it's my dick. And as a waitress, you probably shouldn't be a waiter or waitress. Yeah. Unless you go to Dick's Last Resort. <laughs> then you you know. But you got to tip them because they're fucking hysterical. Yeah, but they're, they're like comedians, basically. <laughs> yeah, they are. They'll roast you on the spot. They're like... They'll write something on your head like, I'm so fat because I couldn't turn down the dessert menu or something like that. And it's like, oh, they're true. Like, it's true, though. That's an art form, though. Like, that is. I commend those people that can just do that on, uh, on a whim. You know, just start, roast everybody. Why the heck not? You know, I wish I could just roast everybody. It, it is hard to roast people because it's like, you have to, like, 
find something that's funny but not quite offensive. Yeah, I can't do it because I go for kill shots. <laughs> like, my girl and I were we were at my parents last night. She was saying some smart-ass comments. My parents are laughing. And I'm like, oh, I can say some shit that, you know, would hurt your feelings. You'd be crying. But I'm like, you know what? No, I, I got to... I can't be going. I can't go for kill shots all the time. I gotta learn how to, because there's a line that you cannot cross, and I love to cross the line. But it's like you know what? I gotta chill it out. My friend's like, "Oh, she got she good." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'll take the L on that one." So I think you just gotta take the L. On <laughs> yeah, so I think you just have to. I mean, oh, <laughs> I agree. You have, to, you have to take the L. Even if even if you know you could get the W, yeah, it's necessary. But for me, it's part of the, part of me is like I love I love to win, and it's like you know what? Ugh, even though it hurts me deep down inside, I got it. You know, what? I'll take the guy. It's fine exactly. for you. I'll take it. <laughs> like sometimes when we play video games together, I will purposely lose. Oh my Ooh. god! I can't. I told I told my girl I said if we ever have a child, <laughs> I will whoop their ass <laughs> and everything. And she's like, "No, you won't." I'm like, yeah, I will. Because until that child learns how to beat me. And have that gratification of, you know, winning and everything. Like, what it feels like to actually beat someone that was better than you. They need that. That's that's my that's my parenting, though. That's that's my parenting. Thank God. Hopefully it does not happen for a while. Because <laughs> I'm still, like, I'm still in the stages of trying to get a better job and everything. But, uh, yeah. What about uh, you, James? <laughs> what about you? You want to have kids? Some, like, you know. I, I know... Like, do you want to have, you know, your own kid someday? <laughs> I don't know how to fucking say this. Like, you want to have, like, a little James running around? I wish, you, a, I wish you'd just stop talking. I know. <laughs> let's, uh, let's draw a card real quick. Yeah, let's draw a card. If you had a pet hamster, guinea pig, ferret, or bunny, your house smelled like shit. Drink. I have two guinea pigs. Seriously? Uh, unless my landlord's listening then. I, in fact, I have nothing, so... You never had anything? I've had a snail. <laughs> I have a dog now, but I had a snail and a goldfish. Just about snail is not on the list. So. I've had a snail, a goldfish, and now I have my dog, but my dog's not with me right now. <laughs> my Loretta. dog. Oh, actually, you have to draw three, so you have to draw two more. Mm-hmm. All right, card number two. I'm going to bake at the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you drank last night, drink again right now. I drank this morning. I, oh, God. <laughs> I did it. No, I didn't. I did not have a beer. I had a beer the night before. I almost did. We what did we do for dinner last night? We made uh Oh, I had panda. We went to panda, I had panda, we took it home. Normally I have a beer with my panda, but did I have a beer? I did. Okay. I'm drinking. I, I did have a beer, I drank it. Hard to remember now. That's a little step. I'm gonna go I'll go again, I'll go again. Hey, we got plenty left. I know, dude. You're not. Well, we got plenty left. I'll do it. What time is it? <laughs> All right. Time I'm, to get a little I'm, drink. I'm pouring up. Kind of a little drink. I gotta get up. Uh, I gotta go run a 5k at nine in the clock in the morning tomorrow. You really? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I got a 9k or 5k running at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. You don't have to. <laughs> well, no, but that's the kind of weird stuff I do in my free time. Seriously? You don't want to be hungover tomorrow? Yeah, you know it what? does make it. It does make it easier. Uh, yeah, it does. I wonder why. Because if you get over that hump, it's something that you accomplished yourself. True, true that. It's like a little, uh, how would you say, uh, challenge. Yes. It's a challenge for you. The best part is uh, <laughs> if I drink until I'm hungover and I run, 
That makes breakfast all that much more tasty, right? Because <laughs> you throw everything up. Oh, and then yeah. You, yeah, okay. Totally. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, one more, man. I I'll, let you, I'll let you take it. We do have one more. All right, let's pull another card here. Oh, yeah. Drink if you cried during Marley and Me. Drink twice if you haven't seen it. Oh, dude, I cried during Marley and Me. I didn't cry. I cried. Uh, maybe I did. I don't know. Don't talk about it. I watched the movie. Like, are you heartless? <laughs> no, listen. <laughs> I watched the movie at Walmart uh, in the little uh, in the, in the little in the little AutoZone area. We were I was getting my uh, well, I wasn't, but someone was getting their tire changed, and I was playing in the little waiting area that they have. And yeah, can't so, cry there. No, that'd be weird. I can't <laughs> cry in the little Walmart. So I'm gonna drink because I I mean we weren't there for the whole hour and so you, some. So you gotta drink twice. I'm gonna drink twice because you didn't see it all. Mm. Hey, you're not driving home. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I think I don't know where the ladies went. They stepped outside for a second. I think they went to the bar. <laughs> Mine can't. <laughs> well, my parents see when uh, when my girl turns 21, they want to take her to Vegas. See yeah, plans. I'm like, whoa! Yeah. I <laughs> right to it. I know. They're like, you're turning 21, we're going right to Vegas. She's like, okay. I'm like, oh wow, okay. I don't know if I would do well in Vegas. I'm not. Uh, I've never gambled actually before. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Miko's never gambled. But they have magic magicians there, I think. And they do. <laughs> magic they do. tricks are cool. So. No, um, James, no, for real. You should go to the casino with us, then. Dude, I've never been to Yes. Vegas. I just want to play cards. Yes. I can play blackjack. I'm going to 21. Play craps with me. I just want, I went to the casino last weekend and I won $175. I tipped the guy that was like, you know, uh, one of the craps tables. I tipped the guy like $75 because I was. Up so much money, I was like, okay, that's yeah. nice, that's nice, yeah. But I was like, because he was helping me out, telling me how to bet and everything, and I know so much more now because of him. But I was like, dude, I was up 175, play craps. <laughs> I took 100 in, walked out with 275, I was like, yep, this is it. I just feel like it's so dangerous, you know. I well, feel like if you don't take a, if you take 100 bucks, you're good, as yeah. long as you're not like, I need an ATM, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude, I used to be like that. Then you have a fucking problem. No, I used, I like I said, I used to, like when I first turned. When I first turned 21, I went to Vegas. I didn't pull any money out. And then it was like three months later. Like three months later, I ended up pulling some money out at a casino once. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this because the casino, the ATMs, they tax you like a motherfucker. And it's like, oh, God. And then it's like you end up losing that. And you're like, fuck that. I I I hate playing slots. It's it's table games for me. See, I think I would agree with you there because with the table games, there's probably at least some sort of skill involved. With the slots, I feel like you're just pressing a button or pulling a lever. I don't know. But. Yeah, my uh, <clears throat> a friend of the family's actually told me that there's a, a timer in there. Oh. I let you know, like, if you wait a certain amount of time, it's like, oh, the machine's like, oh, they're about to leave or whatever. They're done. And if you hit play again, they're like, oh, I'll give you a little bit more cash. So it's like, yeah, I'll let you know about it afterwards. But still, it's like, it's a, I don't know. Man. It's pretty wild. But when you hit, you hit. But you have to, that's what sucks is you have to, that top dollar in order to mm-hmm. win top dollar back. Yeah. So. Which is the catch 22. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah, spend money to make money. Exactly. No. Shoot, I'm, I always want to work some more then. <laughs> work some overtime to go to the casino? Yeah. yeah. What if you work at the casino? Then you get two for one. Do you get a discount? I well, Yeah. Do you get a discount? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I think I, I think I might know someone that actually works at the casino. I don't know. No, no, they don't. They don't. They don't. They work at Verizon. 
<laughs> no, they work at a Verizon that's next to a casino. Okay. That's why. They sent me a picture of the casino, and I'm like, oh, you work there? Like, no, I work at the Verizon next door. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> like, they, you know that I mean? They had me in the first half, not going to lie. They did have you in the first half? They did half. have me hardcore in the first half. But, uh, no, I mean, I wonder how much people that work at, uh, work at a casino get. I don't, probably not that much because, I don't know. They probably make a decent amount of money, especially, I know people, a lot of people tip their dealers. Oh, dude, I, I tip my dealer. Because he helps me out a lot. Yeah. But um, actually, you know what I heard? So when you play craps, there's a thing called uh, fire. And fire is where the person hits. You can put a dollar down, you can win a thousand dollars. You put five dollars down, you can win five thousand, ten, ten thousand. But that's where you have to hit. So craps, I'll get. It's like a whole other thing, but you have to hit all. Of, uh. You have to hit all six numbers in a row, like hardcore. They have to roll six numbers in a row, hardcore. Well, not not technically in a row, but if they get it, whatever. But I heard that only happens like three times a week. Still, those are three times a week. is still pretty good, but they're open like 24 hours. Yeah. I'll tell you, when I play Yahtzee, I can play like 10 games, and I never get a Yahtzee, so <laughs> I, I don't know if I trust craps, you know? <laughs> Dude, craps is fun. <laughs> I can definitely teach you how to play crap sometimes. Okay. I can go in there and learn everything. Okay. That's awesome. Definitely have to come play. Yes. Oh, dude. Be, be I, I like blackjack. I'd rather, if, we're, if I ever went to a casino like that, I'd want to stay out there and not come back at night. You no, know, I, I feel like that kills your buzz. Like, yeah. Like, why would I want to drive back after going to a casino? Well, part of me, all right, so the last week I went to the casino, I was on a hot streak. I started winning and winning and winning. Then my girl messaged me, I'm ready to go home. <sighs> all right, let's go. I'm up all this money. I'm like, come on, baby. Roll the dice. I'm winning some more money. I'm winning money. I'm winning money. She goes, hello, I'm ready to go. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, I got to leave in the middle of a game. I never leave in the middle of a game. Because you usually go till you roll a seven. I was like, you know what? I'm like, oh, something came up. And they wanted to keep my money, but I had to keep rolling until I rolled a seven. Then I rolled a seven. And I was like, okay, I got my money. I got to get out of here. But part of me is like, I was just on a hot streak. I just had that, you know, that throw going down. Maybe she saved you, though. Maybe the next throw you lose $200. I don't know how it works, yeah. but, you know, you never know. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But slots is something that, honestly, I feel like you should not get into slots. No, no. no. Card table games is where so I can at. play. I can play blackjack. And I feel like it's actually fun. Yeah, it is fun. Like I actually enjoy myself when playing. It's because, more engaging. Yeah, you have that dealer that's right there. They talk to you like, "Oh, how are you doing?" and stuff. And it's like, "Oh, I like this." Instead of having a machine saying, "Oh, you lost." <laughs> yeah, and all these bright lights flashing at you. Yeah. I don't understand like how you play. <laughs> you just hit a button and hope you win. <laughs> and then I hate it too, like where the bonuses come up. It's like you hit two of them, also you got wait for that third one to get the bonus. Also, I was like, "Ah, yeet! You're not getting it this time, <laughs> motherfucker." No, or you win something stupid like 60 cents. Yeah. I mean, I could go to the – there's 600 slots here in Dixon. You know, if I'm going to a casino, I, I make it worth my time. There's some a lot. Cards, of, yeah. Some, you know. Yeah. Also, I take in uh, bets, too. I, I love to bet on games. That's, that that's, I would do. I, that that's, I would do. That's my thing, too. Yeah. I love to bet on games. And then also, too, at some casinos, I have a rewards card at one. <laughs> and <if you> see, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> it's been a while since I've been. Well, I went there last week. It was still listen before that. Yourself. It's been a while. 
Um, like they give you like you know free cash. They give you like a free buffet or, or give you like a free stay at the hotel or whatever that's near them and stuff. Because you get rewards for it too. My parents are actually going to Vegas in October. It's free for them. Every time they go to Vegas, it's free because uh, they have like a little uh, uh, like a credit. It's like a credit. It's a credit card, but it's for the casino. But it's a credit card, so each time they spend like a dollar, they got like a hundred points. Okay. They got enough points where they get to stay there for four nights for free. They get fifty dollars back, and they get a hundred dollars for playing. Also, they get buy one get one free shows for each for all the four days they're there. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I used to have a card out for Vegas, but I lost it. I don't know where it went. <laughs> So now I gotta I gotta send a letter in the mail and be like, hey, uh, I lost my card. <laughs> Let me know where it's at. <laughs> send me a new one. Yeah, but so um, James, have you ever like you know played scratch offs at least or something? Or? Uh, yeah, you know I've played scratch offs. I don't. It doesn't do it for me. You know I don't know. Like every Christmas, uh, it's a safe present. Christmas birthdays, uh, I tend to find myself in the presence of a couple scratch offs every now and then. Uh, most I've ever won is five dollars, ten dollars. I don't know. It's it's addicting. It's addicting, and to an extent. So, to an yeah. extent. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have a uh, problem where they go in and they like, spend like twenty yeah. bucks on scratch off. Yeah. I hate scratch off. There's no way. Like, there's no way I'll pay like a hundred dollars for a scratch off. There's no, no way. What I normally do is like, let's say I do win five bucks, I'll go take that five that I won from the scratch off, and I'll just put that into more scratch, uh, more tickets. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, So that way, you know, if I win something, okay, it's like, okay, cool. I can go, well, let me dump five bucks here, see what else I can win. But if I ever won, you know, some big money off it, I'd call it a day. No oh, more after that. Exactly. Do I have a story about that? So there's this guy that used to work with us where I work at now. We were at a, we were at a town nearby, and uh, we emptied out all their $1 scratch-offs because we spent $10. We emptied out all their one dollar ones, and we won like I don't know. No, we lost like three dollars total. So we went through a whole, like all their singles, all their one dollar rolls, and we lost three dollars. See, it's so there's like no mm-hmm. because we looked at each other like let's see how far we can go with this, and we were like okay, let's do it, and we started doing it, started doing it, started doing it, started doing it. Lost three dollars total. Like nothing hit big, nothing hit small. It was like, hey, you won like you know twenty bucks here, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you lost, you're down three dollars, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but seriously, there's no winning with those things. No, there's a science behind it. I'll tell you that. You know, whoever devises these things, they know what the odds are, they know what they're doing, they know when they distribute the cards. People will buy them and people will win, but people are also putting money back into it, and you know, one individual may win, but united. We all lose. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But um, so would you ever be down to actually go to a casino? Yeah, I would. Um, only because oh. I assume you get to drink, right? You get to drink. Oh, yeah. drink. Oh, of course, been, you get to drink. <laughs> the casino I go to, you get to drink. Yeah. Hey, I've been to Dave and Buster's, and that's basically a casino for kids. So. Yeah, well, hey, grown yeah. men. Yeah, yeah. grown yeah. men. Yeah, I, like, I don't think it's for kids. Yeah, <laughs> for kids. I got, I got to. We went. I went to a suburb, so Chicago somewhere. Dave and Buster's. 
Never been there in my life before. I got top three in the high score of a racing game. Oh, I was really? excited. I said, "This is probably the highlight of my life right here." I just got, <laughs> I just got number three, and I, you know, never been back since because I can't beat that. No, I can't beat that. No, it's game over. For real, bang! That's, that's a life achievement. I'm just saying though, if you ever want to go casino, let me know. I'll do it. All my weekends are damn near free, except for next Saturday. I got to work next Saturday for a couple hours, but still. You too. Well, Miko wants to go to a casino too, but Miko, you just bought a you just bought a house here, didn't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, to, I have to con- <laughs> congratulations on that. That's a dude. Congratulations. Seriously, congratulations on that. So that's so awesome. Like that's a power yeah, move. Yeah, that is, is. That's big dick energy right there. <laughs> <laughs> I we haven't moved in. We have we have like two weeks to. Today is two weeks to our closing date. So you have to wait for closing date. Explain that a little bit. Just uh, your closing date is basically when you get your keys and like all the paperwork's done. Because mostly okay. what we're waiting for is just paperwork. But can what happens if someone outbids you? Like can that no one happen? Can outbid us. Nope. Oh wow! As long as we're, it's just basically a waiting game now. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. We, the house is ours. So I can go over there right now and walk in and be like, yo, what's up, motherfuckers? No one's going to be there. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> the thing is, no one has keys. <laughs> well, It's our closing day. So what happens if we break the window, go in, I'll pay for the new window, and capture up. They're like, hey, motherfuckers, you can't be here. You're like, well, these guys bought the house. <laughs> we're just waiting for the keys. <laughs> we're just waiting for the closing date. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for the closing day. Unfortunately, <laughs> the bank probably still owns it for the next 30 years until they <laughs> oh, get paid off. But. All right. Yeah. <laughs> But it's technically, yeah. I asked. It's technically, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had asked that question, though. I mean, it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> all right, Jame, you got, let's do, we'll do four cards real quick. We'll do four cards. All right, let's do four. Let's okay, do four. number one. Do four, then you close it out for us. Wait, I want to sample a song, though. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'll play one. I'll play all one. Right. Card number one. <laughs> If you've ever peed the bed as an adult, drink. I've done it, I think. I'll oh. drink. I'll drink. Oh, big man. Wow. I, I, I shit myself too in bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you sick? Uh, extremely sick, yes. Okay. Uh, as long as you were sick, that's no. good. Yeah, Me. no, I've never, I've never done it without any reason to. <laughs> Wait, what, what happens if your dog shits and pisses in the bed? Does that count? Um, no. Thank no. God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I was really sick, and, you know, I'll own to it, um, but it happens. You know, you get sick, and life happens, but now you can drink for it, so, you know, can't be mad at that. You know what? I'll drink with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, drink, I'll, drink, I'll drink again. I'll drink again. <laughs> Why aren't you drinking the Kraken? Yeah. Because the rest is supposed to be for James. I, uh, and... I put a little bit more in my cup earlier. You saw well, that, right? I'm just saying the rest needs to be for you, dude. Take a little bit more. I'll take a little bit more, just but you need pinch. to seriously finish. A pinch. What are you, Miko? Where are you at? I have three cups. Dude. <sighs> and, sir, I like to drink it straight. You didn't mix it? You didn't mix it at all this time? I thought you did. I mixed a little bit. And then after a while, I was pouring it. I was like, this, this isn't going to help. I like where I can taste it, but it doesn't make me do that face when yeah. I swallow it. You know what I'm saying? You know the difference there? Yeah, I just don't like how all the sugar. I'll take the rest of it. Hey, buddy. It's not going, dude. Quick, you can take the rest of it. It's uh, like a shot. I'll finish the bed. How many cards did we say that was one card? I'm going to be doing two more. Yeah, three more. Three more. Three all right. more. We said four. All right. 
right, what are you guys uh, going to guess this next one? Um, gonna be? I feel like it's going to be something that we did when I was younger. What do we got? Oh, that's interesting because the card reads, <clears throat> players that have been suspended or expelled from school, drink, and story time. <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> and yet to be suspended or expelled from school because I've never missed a day of school in my life. Congratulations, no. me neither. Would you count in-school suspension? Yeah, let's go for it. Suspe- uh, it's a still suspension. suspended. It's a form. You never had in-school suspended? Never had it in school. You know what's funny? I even started a food... Well, I got accused of starting a food fight and never got it in school for it. They gave me, like, lunch. Innocent until proven guilty. Yep. You know what's funny? I just say shit. <laughs> all the dumbass stuff I did in high school, I never got suspended outside of school. <laughs> Seriously? Like, I, I did some horrible stuff. All right, so let's hear about the in-school suspension real quick. In-school suspensions? Yeah. I school suspended for all types of stupid shit. I said... Oh, craziest one. Craziest one? Uh, was it, wait, was it those stink bombs? I, heard, I never got in trouble for that. I heard you threw some stink bombs, though. I was the supplier. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> oh, okay. I was never, like, indicted on that <laughs> at all. Like, I, I don't know why it wasn't. Like, no I literally gave them, to, like, all sorts of people because I was like, <laughs> and I threw them myself, too, because I was like, snitch. <laughs> like, I threw them on the bus. Yeah, I remember in the bathroom once. I think one of our mutual friends before, and he's not now, sucks, but he he looked at me, I was going to the bathroom, and he goes, hey, watch this. I'm like, what's that? He goes, it's a stink bomb. Threw it in the stall, broke <laughs> it, and I was like, ugh, and I, I ran out. Yeah, but, uh, jeez, <laughs> dude. Yeah, like fighting, never got suspended for that. Seriously? Yeah. Like I got, I think I had detention for a couple times or in school suspension. I was such a goody two shoes. Um, you don't look like it though. <laughs> to me, I would I would have thought you were a badass in, in school and stuff. I, but. Yeah, I it was ridiculous when mm-hmm. I was younger. I've grown into it, you know. But yeah, goody two shoes as a kid. Still am, but I hide it better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think my funniest one was uh, in my science class. I was like, I said in Spanish is uh. Uh, I said, "Suck my balls." In Spanish. It was. I know. I can't remember what exactly it is, but I know it's huevos. And I just said it because I was like, I, I, I don't know why I said it. That was in middle school. Yeah, I was like, I think it was like eighth grade. I think I know which teacher you had. Breedlove. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you heard about it? Um, I don't think so. I think I was a great. I think I was the class after you. Yeah. Because I had everybody that was bad in my class. Like, we couldn't dissect frogs in Breed Loves because we were in so much trouble we could not dissect frogs at all. Wait, I feel like you were in my class. I think I was in your class. I think you I were was, in my class. Was, I sat in the back of the class. Yeah, time. and I sat in the front, and I got, I still got in trouble for some random shit. Oh, yeah. And I was like, suck my balls. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what'd you say? I was like, uh, <laughs> She's like, get out. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. I've dissected a pig. That's about it. Dude, I've never dissected a frog. I've never dissected <laughs> a pig. My class was so bad. She's like, you want to dissect something? You can't. You can watch a video on someone dissecting a frog. I'm like, oh. I never. I didn't. Okay, I dissected a pig. <clears throat> the entire science hallway of Sterling smelled terrible. For what? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not, you know. Some people, human, uh, animal rights, I get that. You know, I respect that. I know, I, I even believe that. But academically, what did I get out of cutting a pig in half and poking at its intestines? Dude, I'm not going to lie. 
I think it, I'm pretty sure, 99.9% sure it was my dad. <laughs> he said that they opened up a human. Uh, they did. I before yep. at his college that he went to. Because he took science or something there. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, they opened up a human. That was already dead. He's like, I looked at everything <laughs> on the inside. I was like, did you not pass out? He was like, no. I'm like, I would have been gone. <laughs> I would have knocked out on the ground. I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> I'd be a corner. Why not? Dude, that sounds oh, fun. Dude, I couldn't do that. That's I couldn't do the smell. Oh. That's true. Yeah. That's my problem is the smell. If I can't smell anything, I'm I'm okay. It's just the smell. What happens if you taste it, though? Uh, Put your tongue away, boy. What are you doing? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, breathe through your nose. <laughs> All right, James, you got two more cards real quick. Two cards? Oh, that's right. Here we go. Players who are wearing contacts, a friendly uh, reminder to take them out before going to bed. Oh, and drink. I used to – I need to go to the eye doctor really bad. Where do you guys go for the eye doctor? I go downtown on Galena. Uh, I forgot what his name was. It's right next to the gas station. I know you're talking yeah. about, though. Yeah. I go there usually. He's pretty He's pretty nice to visit. I don't know why. I love when I get my teeth clean, when I get Ooh. my eyes checked, because it just makes me feel so good. Do you, you should go get your hair uh, washed at the same time. That would oh, feel fantastic. Your hair washed? Yeah. You can go to a salon, wash your hair for you. Oh, I have had that happen. It's the best it's I've the never best had feeling. that. I've had my hair cut before. I love when I get my hair cut. you. <laughs> I love when I get my hair cut, dude. So I'm not gonna lie, it's, it feels so relaxing when like the eye doctor's there and he's looking in your eye. I'm just like, ah, oh, this is the life. <laughs> I, let me tell you, I don't. Okay, I've always been good at tests in my life, right? Tests in school. When I go to the eye doctor, <laughs> A or B? I don't know. A or B? Mm, neither. A or B? I feel like I fail every single time I go. I never know. I never know A or B. Because <laughs> He goes, one? Yeah, or, or two. two. I'm like, mm, is there a third option? Because I'm not feeling either of these. Right, which, but, I'd be like, I don't know, man. He goes, which one looks better? One or two? Yeah. One Blood. or two? The whole time like, stinky breath is in my face. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like well, if you would fucking move. <laughs> your your, uh, your um, contact? Yeah. You know? No, my whole prescription. Your whole thing? Oh, seriously. Yeah, they said both. one of my eyes is different. They definitely are not different. Dude, both right. So my left eye is a lot better than my right eye. That's your good eye. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm right-handed though. I'm like, shit. I can jerk your dick off. I know. You can look cross that. You can look with your opposite eye. <laughs> All right, you got one more card. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one more card. Yeah, one more card. Yeah, one more card. And then we get to hear a sample. Let's hear it. Let me cut this. <clears throat> All right, my friends, if you know how to drive a stick shift, impressive. Everyone else drinks automatically. I'm drinking. Uh, okay, guys. so <laughs> theor- in theory, I know how to drive a stick shift, but I've Same. never actually had a chance to test I'm, my knowledge. I'm about to take my CVL, so I'm going to have to learn how to drive stick, but I'll still drink that. Honestly, driving stick, every stick is different. Europe, oh. Especially European and American. Yeah. Yep. Americans are hard. Europeans are like a lot easier. Which I yeah. I like European better. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, where are you gonna go at with this? Like, I didn't have any rest of the time. All right, Jame. Yep. Jack Mo. Jack Mo. Jack Mo. Jack Mo. James. James. Uh, James. Jamie. 
Alright, am I just playing this off yeah. my speaker here? Uh, yeah, please. Yeah, go for it. Um, just like put it right in the middle. Okay. The mice pick it up pretty pretty decently. Yeah, you can the definitely hear the beat and the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let me move my cuff. Do you want to get to a specific spot in it? Or you just, yeah, I So what do you guys want? Can I play the whole thing? Do you want just like a uh, minute? Let's just... Whatever, how much I'm you want to... I'll do one verse. I'll, I'll do, do like... One. Yeah, yeah, Keep it like 30 right. seconds to a minute. 30 I seconds to a minute? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's more than a verse. That's probably a verse hook. That's probably the fucking half So again, <laughs> again, if anyone is interested, uh, just Jack Mo, one word, J-A-C-K-M-O, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you can listen to music, Jack Mo. Um, I, I'll have a lot more coming in the future, but this is a song that I have up currently on streaming services, and I'll play a little snippet for you here, all right? Um, What's it called? It's called Snorlax. Okay. Produced by me, recorded by me, uh, mixed, mastered by me. That's the uh, the sauce right there. You know, it's all me. Um, right? wait before you start that. Yes. That's two drinks. Two drinks. Yeah. For what? He cut you and I both off. I know this guy. I know. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. That's the last time you ever knew that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking. <laughs> what are y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Hey, are we going to go get one beer at the bar? One <laughs> beer. Hey. Honestly, I really want to. Fuck it. I, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know what's funny? Shane was telling me that. I was like, oh, I'm not going to the bar tonight. And she's like, no, you're going to want to go down for one beer. And I'm like, eh. oh, shit. One beer. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready for this gold? All right, let's hear it. Play it. All right. It's going to. It's top volume. I'm putting it in the middle here. <laughs> Twitter and all that good stuff, but there's nothing on it yet. Well, uh, just to working give, out. All right. Well, like I said, we're coming to the end of it. Give it a shout out. Give yeah, everything, give a shout yeah, out. everything you have right now, yep. streaming wise, anything. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We're not yep. let it know. Yeah, no, Snorlax. Yeah, we're not. Don't sleep on me. Don't <laughs> sleep on me. So anywhere that you can actually listen to music, Jackmo, that's gonna be your best bet. J A C K M O. Uh, anywhere else that's just social media, Jackmo Music. Jackmo Music. Uh, I have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook for Jack Mo Music. Uh, I'm working on those. There's nothing actually posted just yet. But more importantly, again, anywhere you can listen to music, Jack Mo, J-A-C-K-M-O. And just real quick, I never actually explained where the name came from. Oh, so yeah, wrap it up on that. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be quick. It'll be quick. Don't be, uh, tell the whole story. Okay, the whole story. 
So I told you a little bit earlier, uh, back to high school, a bunch of nerds, right, band, orchestra. Um, the musician, if anyone's familiar with Louis Armstrong, uh, trumpet player, mm-hmm. right, uh, jazz, blues musician, uh, best of the best. Um, mad respect for him. He had a nickname. Very few people know this, but uh, Louis Armstrong had a nickname, Satchmo. Satchmo. Um, that was his nickname, Satchmo. Anyone who was close to him, they called him Satchmo. Um, and I was some sort of a kleptomaniac when I was in high school. I would like to, you know, I had little sticky fingers, like to take stuff here and there. <laughs> so my friend said I, I, I stole stuff. I jacked stuff. So we combined Satchmo with Jack, but, you know, stealing the uh, sticky fingers, and that became Jackmo. And it stuck with me. You know, it, it wasn't a rap name in the beginning. Yep. It was just a nickname, Jackmo, and then uh, here we are. I uh, took it as my own, and that's what I rap under, Jackmo. So. Perfect. I, All right, so you still have some drink in your cup. Kill that yeah. by the time we get done, you know, ending it and everything. So, Miko, honestly, dude, I feel like this was a good podcast. This was such a great podcast. No, I cannot wait to have you. So, we're going to talk, honestly, we're going to talk with some people. We want you talking with them at the same time. Hopefully, you, you guys together. Um, Love to see a future. Yeah. Uh, we are currently, well, I'm currently looking at trying to promote, like, a T-shirt or a shot glass or something with us. And, I just, need your he- I just need your headshot, and I just need my headshot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you keep forgetting to give me your headshot. James, did you kill that drink yet? Working on it. <laughs> all, right, all right. There's more on there than I <laughs> I'm feeling good, though. I'm feeling good that's, right now. That's <laughs> awesome. So when we go out tonight, you going to pull some bitches? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all the freestyle. All right. I love it. All right, Miko. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Wait. All right. Um, I've been meaning to tell you guys. If you guys have any questions or you guys want us to talk about any topics, message us at our Instagram. Miko, you want to tell me our Instagram name real quick? Our Instagram is actually Miko and Rico. It's M-E-K-O and then A-N-D-R-I-C-O. All lowercase. All lowercase. And we're on Instagram. And if you want to message us on Gmail even as an email, it's uh, Miko and Rico instead of and, just an at gmail.com. You can email us on there, too, with questions. Yeah, I've been meaning to tell you guys that for a while. For, like, the past, I don't know, how many podcasts we started, like... I get way too... <laughs> yeah, we get way too big <laughs> to tell that shit, but I, I don't know why did I remember to tell that. But uh, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. This was Jame, a.k.a. Jack Mo. Jack Mo. And... That's it for us, guys. Have a good, have a good one. Yep, tune in next week. Next week we have Couch Boys. They just dropped a new song called it "Was Dead Ends." Dead Ends. That's what. Dead it is. Ends. Yeah, they just dropped it. Go listen to that, and go listen to Jack Mo on Spotify, iTunes. Do you have iCloud? Yep. iCloud, YouTube, YouTube. Amazon. You know, Amazon. Napster. <laughs> Napster. Oh, yeah, Napster. Seriously? Wow. All yep. right. Yeah. Go listen to what any musical podcast or musical uh, streamer that you listen to, guys. Yep. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Good night. Yep, thank you guys for tuning into the Miko Enrico Podcast. Yep.